0: All right, now, easy. He may be a guest in our country. Uh, friend. Kennedy. Here, look. Kennedy Airport. Look. Yeah. He's got it. Oh, great. And why don't you take us straight to Sing Sing? Please don't say that. You're going to upset Louis. Oh, God forbid. No, please.
1: Who are Hello, welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We are the podcast that discusses a movie once a week. You can find us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. By the way, I, I like Stitcher more than I like any of the other stuff. Really? It's, it's easier to navigate for me. So, that's I've, just me.
0: I like uh, Spotify, when, but I also like listening to a lot of music.
1: When I had my iPhone... You know, I would just listen to it off the iTunes right. or Apple it podcast. Yeah. But now it's just I got the Stitcher app. Turn on the Stitcher. It automatically finds stuff that I listen to and puts it all in one convenient location for me. Awesome. Yeah. So um, this week we're going to talk about a movie called Quick Change. It's rated R. One hour, 29 minutes, and it was released in 1990.
0: I honestly thought it was earlier. I have always thought it was like a mid-80s movie, and it's not.
1: I I guess I could see that. Um, This is uh, directed by, co-directed by, uh, Howard Franklin and Bill Murray. Um, They've worked together on a couple other movies. One was called The Man Who Knew Too Little... And uh the elephant one, whatever that was called.
0: The elephant. Larger head? Than Life. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was much later. Yeah. Uh this was also Bill Murray's directorial debut.
1: And his only directorial uh Credit. Credit to, really? to this day. Interesting. Yeah. It stars Bill Murray. Uh he gets top billing in this. Everybody else is scattered throughout the cast.
0: <laughs> it's very funny. Um
1: Gina Davis is in this. Uh you know her from uh, the Fly.
0: League of Their Own.
1: Uh, a League of Their Own. Earth Girls Are Easy.
0: Nobody remembers Earth Girls Are Easy.
1: Jim Carrey does. And, he was uh, in it, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so of course he does.
1: <laughs> and uh, Randy Quaid is in this movie, who is by far the weirdest person that I've ever seen ever, I think.
0: Yeah, he, he seems to have gone a little crazy in the last several years
1: yeah yeah he's, he's definitely really got funny some, in this movie he's definitely got some uh mental issues yeah and yeah he is funny in this he's very i don't he's not very cousin eddie like in this no but this is the first movie i ever saw with him taking more than just a casual cameo or something like that because mm-hmm. mainly I, I know him from the vacation movies Oh, Um, and
0: Independence Day.
1: Yeah. He saved the world, you know. He's a ridiculous person in that movie, too. (laughs) So we start this movie out, and uh, there's a clown on a subway. Right. He's holding some balloons. He looks very miserable.
0: It's quite understandable when you look around. Yeah. Like, this whole opening sequence is the entire setup for what motivates Bill Murray to do... Uh, or actually Grim, the character's name yeah, is Grim, Grim, to to do through this movie.
1: Yeah, and it's there's some funny things that happen. You know, he's on the subway. People are bumping into him. Um, he's trying to leave the subway, and too many people are trying to get on as he's trying to leave, so he's, like, hitting him with his balloons. <laughs> um, he passes a peep show nudie place, yes. and there's a barker out front, and he's like, he's like girls like it, girls like it. And then he sees the clown and he goes, clowns like it, girls like it, you'll like it, clowns like it. By the way, I think that guy got third billing. Really? In this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, But he's trying to make it to this bank and he gets there about, what, five minutes until it closes. Yeah, yeah. But they're closing up already. So he like pushes his way in. Uh, the security guard in this is a hilarious human being. He's so funny. Um, he's a famous comic, uh, from the 1950s and sixties. Um, obviously somebody, Bill Murray grew up watching. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I was watching some old Johnny Carson show, I think. And, uh, it was him and his partner, comedy partner doing a skit. And I was like, that guy looks familiar. Like, I think I, I think that guy was in quick change (laughs) and I looked him up found him sure enough he was in quick change only movie he's ever been in really yeah
0: he just did a comedy circuit then? yeah he's got a really good personality yeah in this
1: he's he's got a clever wit yeah but <laughs> bill murray's gonna rob this bank right and he's like <laughs> this is a robbery and everybody looks and at him
0: he's pulled and, out a gun already yeah the yeah. the guns
1: out and and nobody pays attention to him and he goes no this is a this is a robbery and uh, the guard goes, "It really is." You and know? they
0: still ignore him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he fires the gun, right? Yeah, that got people's attention. <laughs> when I first saw this movie, I didn't recognize Randy Quaid at all,
0: or Gina Davis. They're no, both... I
1: recognized Gina Davis. Oh, did
0: you? Yeah, they're both in the in the bank yeah, cause, here because
1: I watched The Fly. But yeah, it was it was so weird to see her as a blonde for one thing. Ugh. But uh, Randy had that big old beard and yeah. <laughs> everything, and uh, he immediately he immediately starts panicking. Yeah, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. You know that kind of deal.
0: Overacting, yeah,
1: yeah. They all get put in the vault. Oh, he t- <laughs> he tells the bank teller to fill it up with unleaded. Yeah, yeah. Fill this up with unleaded. You know, so Bill Murray's dry comedic. Uh, uh, Wit mm-hmm. is on full display in this movie.
0: Oh yes, very much so. Um,
1: he he had a chance to uh help write the movie. He was put on as a producer of this movie, he co directed this movie, his hand was all the way up in this movie. Yeah. And also it's a remake.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and it's also based off of a book. A
1: graphic novel, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's two kind of interesting things. I have never seen the original. It stars Kim Cattrall and some French dude. Yeah, it was it was funny also like he he herds everybody into this uh, this vault, bank vault, and he goes, "I'm going to need you to fill this up too," you know, handing yeah. her just these bags. Um and uh and and one person goes, what kind of clown are you? And he goes, I don't know, the crying on the inside kind, I guess. <laughs> you know, just that kind of, like, one-liners in this movie. Like, throughout this movie, he just, like, puts them out.
0: Obviously, an alarm had been tripped.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they tripped the silent alarm. Uh, cops show up, and it's, uh, what's the name of the uh, actor? Jason
0: Robards. Jason
1: Robards shows up, and he plays a guy named Ratzinger.
0: Yeah. I know him mostly from the Parenthood movie.
1: With Steve Martin. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I know he's a famous actor. Oh,
0: yeah, he's really good. <laughs>
1: like, this movie has really good actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's got, like, Gina, like I said, Gina Davis, Jason Robards, Stanley Tucci's in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, all three of them won Oscars. Uh, uh,
0: Tony Shalhoub.
1: Yeah, Tony Shalhoub's in this movie for no reason. Well, they could have gotten anybody. It was
0: early, It was very early in his career. Yeah, too. and
1: and he was really playing a stretch character. Like uh, he was playing a cab driver. Yeah, and that's a that's a stretch for him. <laughs> Wasn't he the cab driver in Wings?
0: I think he was. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um,
0: <sighs> stereotypes.
1: So. <laughs> Uh, Murray's you know uh, what's his name in this movie Grim. Grimm I keep wanting to call him Brixby or something like that. I don't know
0: that's an odd name choice yeah
1: well everybody's got a weird name uh, yeah, Randy Grimm. Quaid is called Loudon I think Loomis Loomis good Loomis. lord I can't get anybody's name I don't know name. why you thought that yeah and Gina Davis plays Nancy Phyllis, Phyllis. <laughs> what
0: <laughs> you do this to people in real life so it's kind of funny yeah so Grim, Phyllis, Grimm, and Loomis.
1: Phyllis Loomis. So Ratzinger, the cop, mm-hmm. calls the bank and uh he does some uh Grim, he does these like Joker ish things, you know? Okay. Like he's firing his gun at the uh oh. the camera. Uh huh. And uh he's like, I heard shots fired. What was going on in there? He goes, he goes, That camera won't stop looking at me. <laughs> stop looking at me and he shoots at it some more.
0: What's funny is he started with a giant gun, and then he moved to a smaller gun yeah. to shoot the cameras.
1: Yeah. he That was a security guard's gun, that little revolver.
0: Oh. Because he oh, had a 9mm. That's, right. that's
1: right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just dumb. He, he makes some demands, and they're pretty reasonable. He wants a helicopter. He wants a bus. And he wants a monster truck.
0: Oh, he wanted a Harley.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Harley.
0: Yeah, he wanted a Harley. And so... They determined that uh, he would release one hostage per demand. Right, and so they had thirty minutes between each each demand to bring out.
1: Yeah, and and the cop uh, Ratzinger, said he's gonna probably dress them all up like clowns, and when it, when they release hostages, he'll be one of them, and that's how he thinks he's gonna get away.
0: Yeah. He's like, Ooh. the one that goes for the helicopter, shoot them. You know, yeah. it's like, um, that's da- kind of dangerous thinking. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is. He also makes them believe that he's a non-veteran. Yes. And that's why he doesn't need a pilot, because yeah. they're, like, they're like, it's hard to get a pilot. You know, he goes, I don't need a pilot. He didn't need a pilot. No. He didn't need a bus driver. He didn't need a Harley. He didn't need the macho maniac.
0: No. So... <laughs>
1: So, Randy Quaid is released first because he vomits in a glove and starts carrying on.
0: So, knowing the plot, yeah. this is brilliant what they did.
1: Oh, yeah. They, yeah.
0: they they were like, be really annoying, and the whole crowd
1: Will want, want to get you. rid yeah. of
0: you so that they stay safe.
1: Right. And, yeah, it's just smart thinking, and I'm actually surprised nobody's done this. <laughs>
0: What's interesting is I did hear, with reading through some of the the facts, there was a bank robber who would dress up in different costumes.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: so there was a little bit of a nod to him, but I don't think he had accomplices.
1: Oh, okay. There's this yuppie guy in this movie, and he plays a yuppie in everything. Oh, yeah. And he's like, here, you can have this watch. It's it's a special watch, you know, it's (laughs) $12,000 he goes well I can't take that watch I'll be beholden yeah I'll be beholden um how about I give you a 300 for it he goes he looks shocked by the way like this is a $12,000 watch 300
0: (laughs) he was just gonna give it away to try and get his life anyway but it's funny
1: and then and then Bill Murray gives him his Timex Uh with the stretchy band
0: so fun fact the $12,000 watch yeah He wears that also in Scrooged.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I read that. Mm -hmm. Um, Has a moon on it and everything. Yeah. So there you go. But yeah, he doesn't go. No. He Um, picks Gina
0: Davis after he, you know, picks a fight with her.
1: Yeah. He sexually harasses her in some way. and He's just staring at her. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, you pig. (laughs) I'm like, what?
0: So they all throw her off the island next.
1: They throw her off. And then this is where the movie kind of turns into the brilliant heist that it is. Mm-hmm. I, we could have watched the movie and it could have just been the, the, the bank robbery. Yeah. And I would have been just fine with that. Instead, this is a bank robbery, a a mystery, a gangster movie, a road trip movie. It's everything. But yeah, the Macho Maniac shows up. Uh, This gigantic monster truck. And uh, when the cop is getting out, everybody's cheering. When the cop gets out, it's like he just accomplished something that nobody else could. Yeah, (laughs) He was just like, thank you very much. (laughs) This is me driving the macho maniac.
0: So now they have two demands. So they want two hostages. So this is where we see Gina Davis and Bill Murray. Yes. make their escape
1: and Bill Murray he washes it, you know, the paint off his face uh, ditches the clown outfit gets into some sort of suit not suit but like something. a dress shirt yeah, and some and slacks he, he's
0: got a weird wig a, on now a red head wig and yeah. a red uh, mustache. mustache and
1: beard or and something. he's kind of yeah. dis- he's kind of disguising his voice but not really Yeah, he's a maniac I can't believe that he had us barking like dogs <laughs> you know but yeah, yeah, they they leave, and they meet up at some location, and he makes his uh, his phone call back to the cops. Yeah,
0: they were waiting for uh, a half hour. Yeah, and that uh, the, he had to like what five o'clock or something, Mm-hmm. and because the last time that they had called in, nobody answered. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting that he knew the phone number.
1: He was given the phone number. Oh, remember. He gives him the phone number and he goes, and I'm assuming that's in the uh, New that's York's 212. Right. That's And he's like, right. you idiot.
0: Okay.
1: It's obvious that Phyllis and Grimm are a couple. Yes. Um. Randy Quaid comes into the factor as as an old childhood friend. Right. I believe that we glean from this movie that uh, Grimm was an architect or worked on buildings.
0: Yeah, uh... When, when you look at, like, when we we watched this on Voodoo. Yeah. And so in the description, it said that he he was an architect or something okay. like that.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I, didn't I know don't that. remember
0: them actually saying that in the movie.
1: No, but he they, they did mention that he's like, oh, that beautiful building, they're just tearing it down. And yeah. she goes, well, you don't have to worry about that anymore, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. So he's on the phone with Ratzinger for a second time. And, uh, of course, he hasn't released any hostages yet, mm-hmm. but he calls him, he's talking to him, and Randy Quaid accidentally hogs the horn. He's like, "It's like, what was that? What was what? You know? Yeah. Don't change a subject on me, <laughs> copper. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, that, that starts the whole chain of events. Uh, Randy Quaid's character, Loomis, is a big dummy
0: he is the most unlucky person in this entire movie (laughs) yeah he's kind of he's not stupid per se he just kind of bumbles
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah so they don't know how to get to the bqe
0: yeah there's construction going on and all the signs came down it's like you would think you would have memorized
1: right the route or you're from this neighborhood because later on they're like oh this is only two blocks from my old apartment exactly and I'm like, how do you not know where the hell you are at one point they show Randy Quaid uh as Loomis you know they show Loomis backing up and and they're like this is helpful and he goes I saw a sign Phyllis <laughs> you know and it's and the sign it he sees it says uh mile 49
0: Scenic Route.
1: Scenic Route.
0: Which is in San Francisco.
1: And that's in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I thought that was funny. Yeah. They were looking around for a landmark. Statue of Liberty, right so, there.
0: So, right after they see this sign, there's the weirdest scene in this movie. Yeah. The bicycle jousting. Right. Which, as as Loomis says, it's bad luck just seeing something like
1: right. this. Right. I mean, it's just two Latino people across from each other. Um, one has, like, a broom with a dustpan attached to it. The other one has just a mop without the mop head, you know, with just a mop head and not the mop itself. Um, and they're jousting. And uh, the one that uh, Randy Quaid was asking directions to, he's the one that falls. Uh, a priest looks disappointed and a you know, woman starts crying.
0: And it looks like a woman is possibly their family boss there. Yeah. You know? And it, it just... When I was watching it, I was like, it's amazing to think of what kind of lives people live that we have no idea yeah, about.
1: Yeah, this There's a whole backstory to this, and we don't know it yeah. because they drive the hell away. Yeah. They're like, it's just bad luck seeing something like that. <laughs> yeah, and and they whenever they cut back to the police, the police are just doing dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. Like they're dusting uh, the balloons the balloon. for prints. yeah. Or... Or they're discussing, you know, something silly.
0: So the security guard. Yes. He's giving a statement and he makes it sound like he fought back. Yeah. He's instead like, of just going, go ahead.
1: He's like, so uh, I kicked him. Then he pulled out a knife. I think it was a Bowie knife and I don't like knives. And I'm like, well, all right, dude.
0: I think he looked a little nervous though when they said they were going to look at the security footage.
1: Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, why? no, you don't have to do that. They come upon a fella who has a map. And we believe this guy played Randall Flagg in the the Stand miniseries. Yes. Around the same time. I think that was like 1991 or 92.
0: It was, it was early 90s, I think, yeah.
1: And this nice fella, he's just, you know, happy to help. And, of course, he's robbing them. Yeah. And uh, he drives away with all their clothes
0: and the $4 in and, and, yeah, Grim's
1: wallet. But Grim Grim was like, "Oh, sir, you forgot your map and your million dollars." <laughs> so they have to go they they have this map. They still don't know where they are. No. So I don't know how a map can help. No. Um and
0: once they get back to Phyllis's apartment, yeah. they should know how to get to where they're going.
1: Exactly. But here here they are just going back to Phyllis's apartment. Which has already been rented out, but Phyllis's stuff is still there, and the she, new people's stuff she left is there.
0: clothes for the landlord, I think, to donate.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, they, they get in new clothes. Of course, Phil Hartman has to show up. And for those of you who don't know who Phil Hartman is, do some damn research. Phil
0: Hartman was one of the funniest people yeah. we have ever seen. Yeah.
1: His sad story is, you know, his wife killed him and then killed herself. Yeah couple years after this like 98 i think and we lost somebody that was really 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 funny Mm -hmm. because of that uh he did a very funny bill clinton
0: yeah he he was most known for uh his work on saturday night live yeah and then uh what was he on uh
1: he was on news radio news radio that's
0: what that show was called Um, yeah
1: i remember a story though uh that joe rogan told Mm -hmm. once and uh he said he said, Yeah, we we were all looking for Phil. And we were like, Oh, Phil Phil's in his dressing room. So he, he knocks on the door, Phil says, Come on in. And uh he's he's building a ship inside a bottle. And Joe's like, What what you doing there? Pal he goes, You ever try to build a boat inside of a bottle? And Joe's <laughs> like, No. He goes, It's 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 harder than it looks. <laughs> so I mean, he just did funny things. But <laughs> they far, they parked in front of a fire hydrant. And so when Phil Hartman has them at gunpoint, he has them to turn, he has them turn around. And and Phil Hartman's character just got out of a bad neighborhood himself. He he got robbed a bunch, so this time, you know, he's not taking that. So, good on him for defending his home.
0: While this is happening, because this interaction takes so long, the fire department pushes their car out of the way and it falls yeah, off of a, a Because the uh,
1: building across the street is on fire. Yeah.
0: So, What's funny, though, is that Loomis, before Phil Hartman even comes in, Loomis says there's smoke across the yeah. way. He should have just walked out that
1: Right. Right. He should have just left. Yeah. Instead, Loomis is a uh, big dummy.
0: Yeah. So one big thing that has been going on since right after the bank. Yeah. Is Phyllis has something to tell Grimm.
1: Right. And it's pretty obvious what it's going to be. It is. I mean, she's like, I have something to tell you. uh I- uh, and
0: then everything keeps getting pushed. And the longer it takes her to try and tell him, yeah. the more paranoid she gets. Yeah, and the more
1: angry she gets. She gets
0: angry and, you know, things just aren't going their way. And so she's just decided she's not going to tell him and not go. Right. Because she thinks he's a maniacal, crazy person.
1: Yeah. They get released, basically, by Phil Hartman um, after a touching story about god knows what (laughs) and uh yeah and uh they have to get a cab this
0: poor this poor cab driver
1: i've been to chicago Uh uh-huh and i've been to pittsburgh Uh uh-huh and we live really close to little rock if this movie was made today you could have just called an uber yes and the movie would have been over instead they have to hail a cab Not call a cab. Because when I was in Chicago, I would just call the cab. Mm -hmm. And the cab would show up to where we were to take us back to where we want to go. Yeah. That seems easy. Yeah. It seems like it's the hardest thing for three white people (laughs) dressed nicely to get a freaking cab.
0: Well, they're not in good neighborhoods ever.
1: No. No. In fact, like, oh, I read on the thing, like, a Latino street gang uh, offered to be security for the movie. Yeah, they turned it down, and uh, the next day all their stuff came up missing. Yes, so d- they had to delay production of the of the movie because mm-hmm. of that. So that's a funny story. That's just an aside. Anyway, <laughs> they get picked up by Tony Shalhoub, mm-hmm. and he says "where to," you know.
0: Is that where he's saying? He's saying
1: "where to." Oh, okay, but he can't speak English, yeah. so he's not sure he's saying the right words. Uh-huh. And they're like, the airport. And he goes, ah, OK. Yeah. He doesn't even say, OK. He's just like, thumbs up. You yeah. Know? And so he keeps driving. And he's, he turns around a, a, a second later. And he's like, well, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, my gosh. They show him a picture of the airport. <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, slaps his head. He's like, mm, You know, with the <laughs> thumbs up. Randy Quaid Loomis is getting increasingly more paranoid because of this. He's just driving along. And Tony Shalhoub, he does a brilliant job. He just looks happy. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, buddy. Mm -hmm. And then he looks at Randy Quay. Randy Quay looks at him. He goes, what? He's like, oh, my God, (laughs) we're never getting out of this town. (laughs) He goes uh, and he's looking around. He's like, we got to find a different cab. He jumps out of the taxi because he sees another taxi. Yeah, And he's screaming taxi as he's running. And he can't slow down because he's been driving. He, he got out of a car going at least 25 miles yeah. an hour. And uh, he runs into a newsstand splitting his forehead. Yes. So. And
0: knocking himself yeah, out. Yeah, he
1: knocks himself the hell out.
0: <laughs> Which the store owner thinks there's a dead man outside and tells yeah. the police to come. This is just a series of unfortunate events.
1: It really is. So, yeah, this is in front of a convenience store. The cops are looking for any description of two men and a woman yes. around the place. So, mm-hmm. two men and a woman exited a car after they ran into a hotel. Yeah. You know, that's that can't be them. I don't know why.
0: I don't know why either.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Rad Singer's like, ah, this can't be them. So, they they hear about this, about a man running out of a moving cab... And another man and a woman they're helping him. And he's like, There's our people. That yeah. shows panic. <laughs> they're they're paranoid. As, as smart as Ratzinger is about these criminals, because they do mention like when uh the bank manager comes out after they've been all freed, the bank manager says that if the uh if the robbers get away, they're not taking any responsibility for this, it will all be laid on the public official. Mm-hmm in charge. Yeah. And that would be him. And so they mention a couple other cases that he broke and, and that the are one a that,
0: big, big, you know. And
1: the one that got away. So yeah, they talk about like the Subway Strangler and uh the Night Watchman or something. Yeah, something like, like these that. These cool headlines. But they they eventually revive Loomis and they walk off.
0: They they see the police are starting to arrive. Yeah. And they, pry, they just pry into this doorway. And I was like, you don't know what's on yeah. the other side of that. They,
1: they just go into this doorway. And, of course, it's a bunch of people moving stolen goods, alleged stolen goods, um, and counting money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, like, who the hell are you? You know, and St- it's Stanley Tucci holding a gun to their head. Right. And we were both like, that's Stanley Tucci. And it was just weird.
0: What's funny is Stanley Tucci also has a scar that yeah. matches Loomis's right. uh, new new wound.
1: Right. And, and they kind of
0: acknowledge that in the background to each other. It's kind of funny.
1: And this starts the legend of Vince Lambino. Yes. Um, he's also the one that got away from Ratzinger. Guy's been in Nevada. And he could have had him. But he was like an hour too late. Or yeah. Or something like that. And so uh, Bill Murray's like, I'm here for the money. What money? <laughs> what money? You know, because... Stanley Tucci's character is uh, repeating everything his Uncle Mike is saying. Yeah. And his Uncle Mike is ordering Stanley Tucci to say stuff to him. And they're about from me to you. Right. I mean, yeah. they're not that far away. No. He's like, I'm here for the money. What money? How come I've never seen you? Yeah. How come he's never seen you? Yeah. You know, he's like, because I'm new.
0: It's quite fascinating to watch this scene Yeah. and how Bill Murray can talk through this right and end up getting an envelope with six thousand dollars in it and be able to walk out with this money yes and then they 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 see a bus
1: this bus driver is the funniest guy in the world too yeah very straight laced
0: he's very familiar too he does
1: look familiar but he's like he's like that's not exact change he goes are you kidding me nobody back there cares he goes i can't let you on unless you have exact change he's like fine so he has to go and break a dollar because riding the bus must have been like 50 cents or something because he only gets two
0: i know it's really weird the sign uh says exact change one dollar okay so he must have had higher bills than a dollar yeah but he ended up getting quarters it's it's very bizarre i don't i don't get it.
1: it it made no sense to me but uh he has to go back to the convenience store where all the cops are now there Tony Shaloub's character thinks that he killed a man. Yes. So he's turning himself in. Uh-huh. And and nobody can understand what he's saying. So he gets he he helps this guy groceries.
0: The, he the, the, does he's, not care about getting no. that lady through the checkout. He's at given all.
1: like 52 seconds to do this. It takes longer than 52 seconds for the whole entire Absolutely. scene. It's like a 3 minute scene. Yeah. And so he gets his quarters and he starts heading back. Of course, At this point, Mario, the real bag man, Mm -hmm, showed up to get the money, and uh, there's no way. And Gina Davis, you know, Phyllis, she sees him, and uh, she's like, oh, no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, Bill Murray manages to try to sneak around Tony Shalhoub. But he just keeps turning in a circle, and eventually he spots him.
1: Yeah. He's like, oh, right there,
0: right there. But the cops think he's pointing at Mario. Mario. Yeah. And Mario heads for the bus just as Tony heads to the bus, too. You know, and so Bill Murray gets in there, and he's like, can you close this door? There's a lot going on out there, you know? (laughs) It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. But this bus is only going to take him near the airport. Yes. And, you know, this is where a lot of the exposition happens, basically. It's just a lot of backstory, talking. Randy Quaid apparently can sleep in any position he wants because mm-hmm. at one point he looks like he's suckling on her boobs.
0: It's kind of you funny. Know, um, and Bill Murray even makes the same kind of joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, when is he going to go on formula? Yeah. This is where Randy Quaid finds out that Phyllis is pregnant. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't, there were some scenes with Gina Davis in it where she looked really pretty and some where she just didn't look pretty at all. I don't, I don't know how she can do that. She's like a chameleon of ugliness.
0: I disagree wholeheartedly. I think she's very pretty.
1: She just didn't look right in some scenes. She
0: didn't look right with a blonde wig.
1: Well, that, but I'm talking about later. Yeah. And yeah, I just didn't like how she looked most of the movie. But, it's
0: weird because I I've always liked that outfit she was wearing too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they they they've talked about Vince Lombino a couple times, mm-hmm. you know. They're like, I we walked into a place owned by Vince Lombino unexpectedly, you know, and uh, it was just just silly. Uh, they make it to the alley at. The, oh no! Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna talk for a second about the uh, the the guitar, the guitar player, guitar man. <laughs> So this guy has a guitar strapped to his back, you know, horizontally to him being vertical, you yes. know. So and he's trying to get on the bus and he he his guitar hits the two ends the of frame. the door. Yeah. And he gets pushed back a little bit, and he tries it again, he gets pushed back a little bit, and the bus driver is like, "Son, I don't have any time for this."
0: Yeah, and I think Bill Murray also said something was like you're gonna let this go on or something, yeah. you know? And then he just closes the door. He's like, not today. And he
1: starts driving away. But uh, a couple seconds later, um, Randy Quaid opens his eyes. You know, he's been asleep, and he looks out the window, and suddenly this guy's face is just like plastered to the window. And he's like, and he screams. <laughs> Um, weird stuff is going on on this bus already. Yes. There's a guy getting his head shaved by uh-huh. some black lady. Um, a, a lady yells at Bill Murray saying, saying this isn't my usual route. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have to, my, my husband went to the hospital.
0: You know, we know some people who, who've lived in, live and do live in New York. Yeah. And I really want to know, like one, one of our friends, uh, was on BuzzFeed because he was eating a sandwich in, in a subway. Yeah. And there was water coming down.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's funny.
0: It was funny. So I'm curious to know if this kind of activity on this bus is totally normal to New York.
1: I don't know. I've I've ridden buses like across country and it's very normal to see weird crap on buses.
0: It's very odd.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, we'd, we'd, we rode across country in like 1981 mm-hmm. from Arizona to Ohio. That's four days.
0: Four children, yep. one mom. I can't imagine. No,
1: it, it had to have been a living nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: So Bill Murray gives the guy uh, the $6,000 envelope yeah,
1: just, just for him to leave. leave. Yeah, just go away. <laughs>
0: Cause he's figured and out then the, the bu- amount of time needed. Yeah, and that and it's like a nine-minute span to get right. on the plane.
1: Yeah, it'll take them till about nine minutes before the plane leaves to get all their crap ready and go.
0: Which would not fly in today's society. No.
1: So Mario confesses, right?
0: We don't um, realize that's what he's doing.
1: No, do we. N- well, no, no, he says something, and that's why they have to go to the airport. Uh huh. Um, Because they know that Vince Lombino is at the airport right now. Because he's been in town all day today. Yeah. Vince and his wife, Mrs. Crane. Anyway, uh, (laughs) he kept saying bus. Mario kept saying bus like like that. And and Tony Shalhoub would go, Bluff Tony. Yeah. Bluff Tony. I don't know what language that is. No. Because sometimes it sounded Middle Eastern. Other times it sounded Italian. Yeah. So I don't know what it was, uh. But he, he's like showing you know miming a steering wheel. Yeah. Huh, huh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the the bus driver finally drops him off, mm-hmm. and they have to walk down this scary ass alley.
0: So the uh, woman who is shouting uh, "Flores para los muertes. Yes. They said that that's a nod to scenes like uh, streetcar yep. and other things where uh, the the couple are fighting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a nod towards that.
1: Right. And, and that exact phrase is used in streetcar. Yeah. So a streetcar named Desire for those of you who don't know what streetcar means.
0: I waited a really long time to watch that. Yeah, me too. And it is so good.
1: Yeah, I've seen I it. wish I would
0: have seen it earlier. I
1: think I've seen it three times because of all the classes I've yeah. taken that it kind of required me to watch the movie. Um, but I like it. And I and I have a distaste for Citizen Kane now because of that. Really? Same reason. I saw Citizen oh. Kane four times in a, in a span yeah, of yeah. like a year and a half. I get it. Yeah, so Flores Los Deros Portes means flowers for the dead. <sighs>
0: You totally butchered that. You <laughs> took Spanish.
1: <laughs> I wasn't good at it. <laughs> Another weird thing that happens is, you know, uh, Randy Quaid is just like falling apart uh, literally and figuratively. Yes. Gina Davis has already said she's not going with them. So,
0: And Bill Murray is just trying to keep the plan together. Yeah.
1: And and he made a second reservation, which surprised Gina Davis. And she goes, well, do you have a third reservation as well? And he goes, let's just make the 11.
0: So he probably did. He probably had multiple reservations. Which is smart. Well, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. He probably had, you know, another reservation in between the two.
1: Yeah, and they originally were going to go to Fiji, and then they are going to some... Martinique. Martinique. So... The plans changed a little bit, but not drastically. Not enough for her to go crazy. And she went crazy.
0: Hormones make women crazy.
1: Yeah. But the weird thing that happens is they see a light, you know, coming, bearing down on them. And it just, it's the baggage handler. Yeah. Why was he all the way out there?
0: They were on the opposite side of the airport.
1: Yeah, but why were they in this alley? This was a residential alley, it looked I like. I
0: don't think it was a residential alley.
1: Then why is the ladies I have selling no idea. flowers? None of
0: it made sense. <laughs> None of it made sense.
1: <laughs> so they have to get their tickets, and uh, there's a huge line, and Bill Murray cuts in front of everybody, and this guy, like, you know this guy. I it's, know this guy. It's Red. It's Red Foreman from that 70s show, uh, Mr. Kurtwood Smith. And uh, he's like, nobody cuts in front of Russ Crane, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And he keeps saying his name, Russ Crane, I'm Russ Crane. Yeah. And eventually you got a clue in and go, that guy ain't Russ Crane. <laughs> um, but uh, they they get the uh, money off of Randy Quaid because he cannot handle it anymore. Yes, they put um, it in a bag. Yeah, they tape their, the money to their bodies when they escaped and it's just been on their body this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they put it in bags because they didn't want them to be in bags when they were going through the x-ray machine. Cause people would say, Hey, that's an awful lot of money you got in there. Yes. So they taped it to their bodies. And uh, I don't know if that would work today. Cause don't they have like x-ray machines for your clothes now too?
0: I have no idea.
1: I've heard that. I haven't bad.
0: been in an airport since I was 10
1: our son's been in an airport he has yeah. he was at o'hare yeah
0: yeah we could ask him
1: never even had the pizza there what a jerk <laughs> uh but yeah kurtwood smith he's there they finally get their tickets there was too many people booked for this flight yes. apparently yeah so they all had to go there and this kind of happened to me we were leaving idaho yes. we left from idaho falls to uh salt lake city Mm -hmm. where we were just to sit on the tarmac and wait for more people to get us to Ohio. oh wow or actually dallas and then ohio Uh so what happened was we started taking off you can feel the plane building up speed and then suddenly it just starts powering down oh my and the uh and the pilot said uh, we're sorry all the lights on our dashboard just uh, lit up so we're gonna take it back and see what's wrong
0: oh my <laughs> we
1: sat in the plane for over an hour people were hungry tired angry and then uh then they asked us all to leave i didn't know what to do so i just asked some random lady i was like what do what do i do now I yeah mean, we're not just stuck in salt lake
0: yeah it's three teenagers by themselves yeah of course you yeah. don't know what to do
1: and she goes, you just follow me and you ask for this and you ask for this and you ask for this. <laughs> and I was like, OK, so we got, I finally got up there and I saw her make her demands and she got every single one of them.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: And so they were like, we're so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, I want I want bigger seats. <laughs> I want headphones uh, and I want a, a free meal. And she was like, oh, absolutely. So <laughs> there we were. We were flying to Denver at that point instead of Dallas. Uh-huh. And it was a better flight, too. It was a continental flight. Bigger oh. seats, wider. You know, we, we, we had that. I got to watch uh, 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 Straight Talk starring Dolly Parton.
0: Oh, my. On the way to I Denver. forgot that movie existed. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and then on the way to Ohio, I watched some uh, dog movie. I can't remember the name of that one. Oh. But, uh it was just dumb. But, yeah, that's probably what they were doing. They were probably getting tickets for a different plane or something like that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the cops are there. They're surrounding the uh, the, the, the airplane. People are getting on to the flight. Now, Gina Davis, she's nowhere to be seen. So they're like, okay, so she's not coming with us. Right. And then uh, Ratzinger shows up. And they're like, crap. They yeah, they think this. they've
0: been found out.
1: And like you can like literally you, you can see their face go from normal to we're done.
0: Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh.
1: And he starts to turn himself in. And then uh, and then Kurtwood Smith stands up and he's got his wife. Uh, as a shield. As a shield. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, uh, Vinny, you whim." <laughs> you know, she has this crazy yeah. yonkers uh, accent. And I'm like, you woim? who is she is she from the little rascals (laughs) turns out that her and mario were in love and that's why he turned vince in gina davis shows up because there's a scuffle and bill murray's starting you know he's trying to help he
0: was actually helping which is funny Um, gina davis comes out of the bathroom and hits kurtwood smith on the head and she thinks that they're there for them so she starts to put her hands up and he's like no, no, look no. who we got. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Phyllis. We caught this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's funny. He uses her real name. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: and he always calls he himself was, Chip or Chipowski yeah, or something he, like he that. he
0: was really surprised to see she was there.
1: Right. And so they arrest Vince. They let everybody go. Uh, he gets an accommodation.
0: A commendation. A
1: commendation. Yes. Isn't that what I just said?
0: No. Accommodation is what a you said. Accommodation? It's a commendation. Commendation.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Commendation. You don't think that's what I'm saying? No. Commendation.
0: It sounds like you were saying, like, they were accommodating him. No. But it's a, it's a.
1: How'd you do that?
0: I don't know. My nails are really long right now.
1: She just, like, knocked her glasses <laughs> right off her head. <laughs> All right. So, anyway. So, he, he wants uh, to give him a commendation. Him? And gets his address.
0: And and his name.
1: And his name. Chipsky which,
0: or something.
1: chipowsky is his last name. I couldn't remember what his first name yeah. was. Yeah. And uh,
0: thanks him. And then he leaves. Yeah,
1: then he leaves.
0: Plane takes off.
1: And he's like, he's like, don't forget, we got to accommodate that guy, uh, chipowsky Chep- And he, then he goes, oh, no. <laughs> Plane's in the air. End of the movie. Credits. It's
0: done. It's done. So. <sighs> Everyone lives happily ever after on yeah. the plane. Yeah. So there, there's another fun fact. Apparently Ron Howard was uh, uh, approached to do this movie. Yeah. But he didn't find that there was anyone to root for.
1: Right. And he directed, uh, well, he didn't only direct. He he was heavily involved in Arrested Development and nobody's likable in exactly.
0: that Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Michael Bluth was... And then they did this Netflix seasons. Yeah. And I was like, what did they do to Michael? He's terrible. They made
1: him a bad guy. Yeah. So anyway, first of all, what did you think of the music in this movie?
0: Specifically
1: that uh, the opening scene?
0: Well, I thought that it did really well. It kind of is upbeat. Yeah, it's
1: it's, uh, that L-O-V-E song by uh, Nat King Cole.
0: Yeah, it's been used in a couple.
1: is for the way you look at me. You know,
0: I think this is Bill Murray's type of music. Yeah. Because you see it like in Ghostbusters and and some of his other films. You know, it's that, that, it's not really lounge music, but it could be considered lounge music. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. And It seemed perfect.
1: Yeah, and then you know, the score is pretty good. I like, I liked how it wasn't out of place. So yeah, it kept that. things
0: moving, and the movie moves very quickly.
1: Right. And what what do you think about like the cinematography the 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 uh, wide shots?
0: I thought it was shot really well. It was kind of funny in one scene. They're like, if we could just see see a landmark we'd know where we are and then they pan out right. and there's the Statue of Liberty you know and it's it, it's kind of funny because you're so narrowly focused on what you're doing that you can't see the big picture yeah you know and it's unintentional uh sublimation
1: right And why do you think that the cameos by like Stanley Tucci Phil Hartman Tony Shaloub, they were all pretty big names at the time
0: I not not so much Tony Saluto. Phil Hartman wasn't. was. Phil Hartman was uh, pretty popular. And I don't know Tucci, about Stanley Tucci being he's been, popular at that time. He's
1: been around since the early 80s. I okay. mean, he was pretty popular. Was he? Yeah. Okay. So, it was it was interesting to see him in a smaller role.
0: Yeah, he And was, doing
1: comedy because I I've, yeah. I don't believe I've ever seen him do comedy. So, he did a good job at that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, who did you like the most in this film?
0: Um, I, I want to say I liked Bill Murray the most. Yeah. He was level-headed. He always had a plan. hmm And he knew what his goals were.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd have to say the same thing. He just, uh, he, he moved the story along and he was driven. Yes. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm going to the airport. That is my goal. Yes.
0: I'm and leaving New York City. Yeah.
1: I hate this <laughs> town. So.
0: And his, uh his comedic timing has always been great yeah i've always enjoyed watching him
1: yeah he's spot on
0: he's he's a great person it seems like now Mm -hmm. you know he's been a great person to work with apparently yeah so well i
1: i've heard stories about his charlie's angels well yeah yeah um and he made lucy lou cry
0: it's probably not hard there are some women that just cry at the drop of a hat
1: yeah but she's, you know, Lucy Lou. So I can make her cry. I'll make fun of her feet.
0: But I, I really like watching uh, Bill Murray in um, what's Operation his name? Dumbo Drop. That was a stupid movie and should <laughs> never have been made. I remember we saw that at a drive-in. Yeah. I don't remember what the other movie was, but I was like, I could have just slept through this. This is yeah. terrible. No, um, that director Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy watching Bill Murray and Wes Anderson films.
1: Right, like uh, the Life Aquatic.
0: I'm gonna have to rewatch Royal that Royal Tannenbaums. I like that one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: He's in my favorite one, the one with the Boy Scout.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Where who I'm did
1: who did you like the least?
0: Um, I kind of like. I liked Ratzinger, but I didn't at the same time yeah. because he's supposed to be this brilliant cop mm-hmm. and he comes up with some harebrained ideas.
1: Well, he's trying to think like the criminal.
0: And I get that. And yeah. and criminals, they they do dumb, dumb things. Right. So, but I guess, I, I guess, I, I really enjoyed Loomis and I really like Phyllis. Yeah. So, you know, if we're coming down to brass tacks, it's probably going to be Ratzinger.
1: Okay. I didn't like Phyllis.
0: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that.
1: <laughs> she she just Okay, so she's pregnant, yes. Yes. There's a bigger story than her going on.
0: Well, yes.
1: So her getting all bent out of shape because all Bill Murray wants to do is get on an airplane. She's being unreasonable.
0: She's put through a lot of stress. Yeah. She's thinking about her baby. That, you know, that's a big thing. And she's thinking about do I really want to spend the rest of my life with someone who just robbed a bank this way? Right. Even though she was involved with it, too. Yeah. So I can see how she ran through the gamut in her brain mm-hmm. of maybe I shouldn't have done this. So I I like Phyllis.
1: Nah. Not for me. <laughs> I know this movie was praised by Roger Ebert saying it was uh, Bill Murray's best film to date.
0: That's actually a high compliment. Yeah.
1: And it is. It's probably in my top. Oh yeah. You know, Bill yeah. Murray films.
0: Everyone should watch this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I recommend this movie to anybody. Um, we saw it on Vudu. There's a free uh, Vudu like with ads. With ads, or you can rent it for three bucks. Yeah. So we we rented it because we had three dollar credit.
0: Yeah, they give us credit if if you haven't used the Vudu service before, they'll just give you three dollar credits every now and then so if you want to rent a brand new movie you know getting three dollars off that rental price is actually pretty convenient
1: yeah yeah and, and, and
0: the quality is really good because you can choose from a standard quality or hd quality yeah. too we've been using voodoo for years yeah
1: about four or five years now six we've maybe. got a lot
0: of movies on our Vudu.
1: <laughs> yeah well, yeah, well, it's owned by Walmart, I think. I think and it is. Every I think time we buy yeah. a movie from Walmart, there's like a voodoo uh, code on there, which will put the movie digitally on the voodoo yeah. library, and then you own the copy as well.
0: You can actually just buy uh, like a card now just to do digital. Yeah. That way you don't have uh,
1: A mountainous library.
0: Yeah, which I kind of miss the mountainous library, but in the same way, I like having space in my house.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, me too.
0: You know, there's lots of options out there. Voodoo is really good. Uh, Ultraviolet just shut down. and mm. But they, if you still had your account connected, it's still all those movies are in Voodoo. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because, you know, we had a couple there. Um, Amazon, you can just buy movies digitally there now, too, which is kind of nice. There's so many ways to watch media now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just if, pick one you and you enjoy just, yeah, yourself. If you don't know how to find a movie, uh just just turn yourself in. You 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 are a caveman.
0: <gasps> or so. you can ask somebody.
1: All right, you can ask somebody.
0: Fine. Help,
1: just I ask help, somebody.
0: I help people all the time with technology. Yeah. It's kind of fun.
1: So anyway, we have been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Or you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Subscribe to us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. With all that being said, thanks for listening and go watch a movie.